Hey, what's up, SDs? This is Pillows and Beer. A uh, very special episode. I am joined by my great, great, great friend, Sarah Gretzky, uh, co-host of Causing a Scene with Sarah and Natalie, and as always, our wonderful producer, Nick. And Sarah, you just said it's been how long since you've been on? I mean, I was pregnant with Cicely, and she's two, so I don't know. Somebody do the math. Gosh, yes. You are turn a repeat uh well you're you're like you're a co-host uh Austin. oh my god we are co-hosting pillows and beer together so thank you i am so excited thank you for having me this is like this is gonna be fun i know i so the last time we got to see each other in person was probably my no you were... you were you were just here <laughs> wait when was that a month ago we all oh. went out to dinner, remember? Yes, that was but really yeah. yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But yes, I did see you in Miami when I was also pregnant again. Yes. So we um so you live in Yeah. Yeah. Where were you born? I'm I'm a Texas gal. I will always claim Texas. Like I love that. I'm a fan of Texas. So it's Paige, actually. Uh, would love. I have a great idea. Forget the like move to Charleston, move to New York. Why don't we all just go to Texas and build like a compound? Uh, okay, relax. <laughs> well, no, I, what you don't want to live like on the same ranch as us? Um, I just. <laughs> I just. I would just, actually. And I would love to live down the street from Paige. I would love nothing more than to live next door to Paige. Like the two of us, not to go on a tangent. I know this is your podcast, but. Oh, no, it's yours today. Too. No, she and I, me and her, this. It's. She said recently it's gotten to a whole new level. It's sisters, <laughs> and she's like, "No, Craig, but like we are a whole new level." And I was like, "Why well, love that?" Yeah, no, it got it got serious. I think that we are serious now. Like, I think I think we've gone there, and I absolutely love her. So, yeah, I, I love. Uh, it. All of us. I want to hear, um, and obviously you know me, I'm very excited. EDD and Joe Brown. But uh, I want to hear, recently, Sarah got to go to her first Watch What Happens experience. And for a lot of our besties, they want to know what Watch What Happens is like. So I want to, I want to hear about it. Okay. So n- I didn't even know what to expect. So I had been to one when Andy did them in LA. Remember when he did like the pop-up when he had his baby? So I went to that, but like it wasn't, it was great, but it wasn't the great experience. Like it wasn't the real one, you know, like the New York clubhouse. You got to see Andy, but you weren't in the clubhouse. This was so cool. It was so fun. Like there's an open bar. People were getting lit up like, I was just soaking it all in. I loved the green rooms. I loved the backstage. I love how intimate it is inside. I think you can like hear me cackling. Like not very many people. I think I uh I think I heard heard you at one point, which is funny. <laughs> now he's I did hear something. Um I yeah, it's so did so Sarah went with our uh, bestie Paulina and Paulina got to be the bartender which the plan was always to be on an episode where Austin and I were there but the window opened she, and she did it she went and she did it and I was proud and so I got to be 
I got to be like in studio watching her and I was just I was amazed. Let me just give Bravo credit where credit's due. And Andy, I was amazed at how like seamless it is. I mean, they are churning these out. It is like Lucy and Ethel. No, actually not like Lucy and Ethel. They didn't do the chocolate thing very well. It is like a very well-oiled machine. I was amazed. I mean, we were in and out. It was fun. It was exciting. It was lively. You know, I feel like the people who work there really enjoy their job. They do, and they make you feel so special. Like, did Andy come by before, like, and say hi in the green room? He did. He did. And I just wanted to, like, cuddle and snuggle up in his cute little arms. Like, he just is so lovable. And he was so nice and chatty, and he really involved Paulina, like, a lot in the episode, I thought. I, I did, too. And when Paulina texted me, because my one of my favorite parts, honestly, is before the show. And so Andy comes in and, and like says hi. And it's funny because when I have people with me, they always are a little like speechless at first because, you know, Andy just comes in and he's like, hey, yeah. what's up, Craig? Like, or hey, Paulina. Yeah. And um, he, yeah, I mean, he's just people ask me all the time. They're like, is Andy as cool as we want him? Like, we hope he is. And I'm like, yes, he just. Yeah. He and no, and it. It was just fun to see, like, I I got really lucky with my episode. We had Jax and um, Taylor and Green. And so it was, um, it's quite a sight. I'll be honest with you. It was something to see. Yeah, that is a wild uh, couple to be on, or wild <laughs> or to be on. Um, they, uh, you know, Jax is, like, reemerging because he's been gone. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. And this is a, a bigger... I guess Taylor is more of a role this year than she had ever, um, which is just funny because Paulina is like a sister to us. So she- uh, it got it. Not me in the audience sitting next to Taylor's new boyfriend. I think like we were seated next to each other, and she made a comment about Paige, and I'm like, "Hold me back!" But I'm in the yeah. audience, and then Paulina and I lock eyes, and I'm like, "Get her!" And Paulina was like, "Kindly, um, no." And I was like, it- "Okay, there we go." I mean, it yeah, was all I- like. It was fun in games, but I could tell in that moment Paulina was not going to let that slide. No, and, you know, which is, you know, it's it, to each their own. You know, she can say whatever, but Paulina's obviously going to have yes. a response. And, um, you know, not too many people have to watch their, look over their shoulder when they're all watching what happens at the bartender. But I was like, <laughs> oh, shit, well, this going to kill you. Like, yeah. No, like, I mean, after afterwards like they chatted and we were all like laughing but in that moment like wrong do you know Paulina like we're Paulina's really close with Paige and like really close with you so I was like oh god oh god I was like starting to sweat I'm like oh shit well when she Paulina texted me and she was like because I was just like I wanted to be there and like guide you know the whole thing and she was like I it was so much more than I had hoped. Like Andy was awesome. Like I oh. got to participate. Like it was, she was just, she, I was happy because when I read that message, I was like, so you got the full watch what happens experience because it really like, it's gotta be my favorite part of doing the show. No. It's having that like outlet. Craig, it's literally my dream to bartend one day when I, uh, <laughs> make a name for myself to be on like it looks like so much fun I just watched your episode with New York and I was crying like how did you how did you sit through that she's amazing yeah you just you I guess it takes like 
you know, some things are just come naturally to me. Like I receive that energy really well. And like, I feel like I cultivated in a way where like, I like, no, like she was not nervous to be herself next to me at all. And like, I don't, I'm laughing the whole time, yeah. but I'm not laughing at anyone. I'm laughing with like was, pure joy. It and was like, a perfect duo. Like you guys were a perfect duo. Do you drink before? So it's, there's, I mean, there has my drinking journey through the last <laughs> decade and TV has been wild. And so I'll take you through it a little bit because uh, Shep did just text me a couple weeks ago when he was going on and was like, how wild is it that we used to go to dinner beforehand, show up at like 9.30, drink more, like we would drink at dinner, then drink more, and then go on live, live TV. Like there yeah. was only five second delay and drink more on there. Like it was, it, we were so, we were playing with fire. We were a lot closer to like fire than I thought back then. You know, obviously it's still live. It's just a little more like tempered. And so Austin, like I, yes. So I used to drink like Red Bull vodkas before and then go on. Then I stopped drinking liquor, and so it was just like I would pound rosé and go on or have like a rosé and a beer. Okay. Then <laughs> it got to the point where I was like, I started to have a lot to lose, and I was yeah. like, you don't want to say something that isn't you. Like You don't want to like, and the, uh, you never do. Like, it's a fun show to be a part of. But it, it looks fun, but I could see how you get caught up in it because even yeah. we we were nothing nobodies. And it was like, do you want champagne? Do you want shots? Like we were having a blast. Why not? So I could imagine if you're going on and you're going to well, be, I don't know, with someone you don't know or someone you don't like or someone you do like. I could see it being like, I let's nervous. Like is, I still get, you know, strong butterflies before like a half hour before. And so I used to drink to like, you know suppress that and then the last so two or three times ago i started to be like i'm not gonna start drinking till i get on stage and then even then like during commercial breaks because then you're a perfect buzz but when i showed up with new york tiffany she goes she called me out she's like are you sipping she's like you better be sipping with me and i was like i'll sip with you and so i like started (laughs) before but you really do have to you have to watch yourself because like, as you know, now you, you, it's a slippery slope. Like you, you could easily be totally, like e- it could hit you. In easily. And I feel like that's, I mean, but that's a genius, even for the audience sake. I'm like, let's get these people liquored up. Like, let's start, yeah. let's, let's start a riot. Like it was fun because even like when Taylor or when Jax, when someone would say something like people had a reaction. Cause I'm like, they've been at the open bar and I love that for them and so it's a great concept but it makes for great tv when you guys would get a little too um yeah and the key with the key with watch what happens is you gotta like if you want to be a good watch what happens guest you can't overthink it like you're not your show you're not in like interviews like this is your chance to just be you and Mm -hmm. like don't dodge questions like the soonest like the quickest way to i mean I don't think they care that much, but like it just participate. Like if they ask you a question, of course it's going to be shady, but like you got it. Yeah, you have to. And if not, then it's just boring. 
Yeah, it is boring. I've seen off the top of my head. I can think of some that I'm like, what? Like, what are we doing here? You have no uh, clue why you're here. Um, But we're going to take a quick commercial break, and we'll be right back with Sarah Gretzky pausing a seat. Welcome back, besties, to this special episode of Blows of Beer. I'm here with my co-host for this evening, Sarah Gretzky. She's got... <laughs> Amazing podcast called Golf <laughs> Team is there and Natalie. It was Net Chicks last time. It was. It was. Okay. It was. We went through a little bit of a um we're just doing like, you know, a little bit of a little nip and tuck here and there. We did a little bit of a upgrade a if yeah, restructure, upgrade if you will. People were you know, we were testing the waters and the name was confusing. Um, people were thinking we were a sports podcast because of like the whole net and maybe just our last names. And uh, it wasn't. So we had a lot of angry customers once they found out we were not going to talk about. Um, I don't know. I thought it was a catchy name. I would never have thought sports, but I'd see how you're like, yeah, us neither. But yeah, yeah. it's OK. I, causing a scene like we are. We are the speak of causing us. Is it Paige? Yeah, it is. I wish my like road she calls every cool. time we record. Because let's see if it comes through. Can you see me? Yeah, but it's with Sarah. Hi, my queen. Um, you I don't have an answer for that. Is there something else I can't help with? There's a male Siri yelling at me from my computer. Um, well, we're just chatting, Gibson. Housewives <laughs> of New York City reunion commercial oh. break. Stop! I'm missing it. Oh my gosh, Sarah's podcast in one minute. It's okay. okay. We'll text about it up. Okay, love you guys. Oh my god, I love her so much. Um, I uh, yeah, I I make I would not have thought Net Chicks was so. Tell everyone what your podcast is about. Um, we are just two, you know, we're honestly just the, uh, Craig and Austin female version speaking about all things TV, movies, on screen, what's streaming, what are you binging, what are you not binging? We just, every week are talking about what people are watching. I just watched the Beckham documentary. Oh, clips. I haven't watched it. And Paige, obviously has told me uh, a little bit about it but i mean here i am saying we are not a sports cast let a sports podcast let me just tell you that watching that with my husband like it made me question everything like that might be the most beautiful stunning gorgeous uh, delicious man i've ever seen in my life who like, bet david yes david oh david oh my god I mean, Ty's like out here, like, oh my God, like, can you believe when he did this deal in this trade? I'm like, no, Ty, I can't believe that this man is pushing 50 and he is just looking like he has a, f uh, uh, he's completely stunning. I just, i made me question. I think so. I love I him. Think, well, see, I always had a huge crush on Posh, on Victoria. Yeah, the two of them together are, are unbelievable. It was a great them. watch the scene when he's like no tell everyone what you really how you really went to school and she was like we were from a normal background and yeah. he's like l that yeah they they're funny so i just watched that and and it's really we talk about a lot of bravo but we're not a bravo podcast because natalie doesn't watch that much but you know me i watch any and all and so occasionally you know we will do all things bravo how, how do you feel about our season this year 
So I am enjoying it. Um, I am concerned for Austin. <laughs> and I just, I like it. But like, I'm like scared. Why did I just get are you, scared? Are you too close to it? I think like- I, yeah, I love watching you and Paige. That I do love. I mean, I texted you that I think that you and Paige need your own like home renovation show. I think it's time, but that's okay. We can wait. But like, imagine it. You and Paige like out here doing it, furnishing homes, like doing what you did to your house, that pool. Amazing. She's crafty too. And I can just hear now being like, I want that over there and like walking away and being like, how the fuck do you expect me to do that? And she's like, no, just figure it out. Just do it. Like figure it out. And we're going to need a little bit. We're going to need a little more black, you know, sprinkled in. But I do like it. I think that I'm trying to remember last season. I can't remember what went down with you guys last season, but for some reason I'm feeling reinvigorated this season. I'm really liking what we're seeing. I mean, I know Austin hates that I say it, but I absolutely love Madison. I just think that she, <laughs> she, I love her and, and I love watching her. And I just, uh, I'm not going to lie. I feel really bad for Olivia. I'll just say it. Yeah, it was, she had a tough, um, it's fine. So we used to call Madison Scorpion on here because we wanted to say her name. And now that we're all besties again, she like, she came on our podcast and yeah, that's what I said. I'm like, Austin, she was on your podcast. Like, you guys are fine. But I, I really, from a viewer, let's say I don't know anything or anyone. Like, I just enjoy watching her. I don't know if it's because I'm a mom. She's a mom. She has that aspect. Like, she's a young mom, you know, single mom. But then she also likes to come in here and fuck shit up. I love that. And so. Yeah. She loves fucking shit up. And like, now her and I have become this like dynamic duo, I, some, I guess, in squad. You're. Your watch what happens with her was so fun. But really here's was. what I'll say. Here's what I'll say. And I and I can say it because he's not here. I don't know if I could say it to his face. I well, just and need Sarah and Austin are very good, like Oh friends. yes, yes. And we've tra- all traveled together. Yes. Uh, oh yeah. Boston. I I guess I should have pre- um uh, you two were on my husband's bachelor party. That's a whole oh, yeah. nother story. Like for a uh, maybe we talked about it the first time, actually. Oh, but no, I, I do I, I know Austin, so that's why I can say this. I just need him to find I need him to find true, true love. I really yeah. want that for him. I really like I'm not even being funny anymore. Like I dead serious. I watching the scenes with his parents, like I love his dynamic with his parents. I love when he's talking about family. Like, I just want him to find love. Well, because we know that we <laughs> know that he honestly wants it so bad. Like we know I, that he's genuine when he's like, I just wanna have like he doesn't like being the, the like the extra wheel on trips or anything. I know. Well, really what? Oh, friend. He's sensitive. He's very sensitive, but yeah. I, I mean, said that with like a. I said that like with a question mark because I I needed you to like just reaffirm. Well, no, but- I mean, it's funny because I had Southern Charm interviews today. Like, why my face is all uh, shiny, and then I had a weird experience at a tanning salon. Um, <laughs> For another time. But I, I, um, you know, I just had interviews about him. And, you know, when you do, you know, when you're filming your show, you have to talk intimately, like about these people that are close to you. And what's great about Southern Charm, and I'm not saying other shows don't have it, but 
like the boys are really close. And like, this has been interesting because, you know, we filmed, you know, months ago and then the boys got over or whatever, you know, mm -hmm. and they worked through it on the show. But now like it's all back on the air. And I asked him on the podcast, I said, you know, how are you going to handle things? Of course, like other days, Shep shows up at my house. He's like, I wouldn't piss on Austin if he was on fire. And I was like, Aww. oh, and then Austin's called me and he's like, man, screw Shep. He's just an unhappy piece of sh And I was like, guys, can we all just calm down? But they love each other. But we do have to like analyze each other. And we, and it's such a sick joke to play on us because we think each other, you know, me, Shep and Austin think the other ones are, are just wrong and crazy. Uh, and, of course. And we get to go on in a confessional and be like, so this is what's wrong with Austin. Oh, um, but he well, really I, like, go ahead. Sorry. No, no. I was going to say, I don't even think, you know, what, what went down was, was confusing. I'll say that it, it was a little confusing, but like, I think it's just because he just wants love. Like he just wants to be loved. Like, don't we all, I mean, there's right. Hello, Nick, you want love. I want love. Nick, right? Nick you want actually, love. We'll probably answer some questions that he writes are from other people later on. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. funny. But I, I think that because, yeah, you know him so well, like, you know, I say that in the most endearing way. And I and I think you do, too. But that's got to be hard. I mean, it's got to be hard because you are so in love, you know, and and he probably wants that for himself. But, and you know why I can see him? He's in a a great place. Not that he was ever against me or fighting happiness, but I he just did the nicest interview. I just read it. I don't think he knows I read it. But he did the nicest interview about me and Paige and just being like, like, it was so beautiful. Oh. He, like, he just wants, you know, to find his person. And it'll, you know, it's going to happen. We just, we live weird lives. And it's and he's he's putting out what he, uh, what he wants. So that's, and it's always fun to hear, or not fun, but it's always nice and reassuring to hear your best friend of course, they have nothing but nice things to say, but to mean it, you know what I mean? So for you to read yeah. that and probably for him to speak it out loud, he's probably like, you know, that shows growth. He went on the defense for okay. us and was like, you oh. know, it works for them. And why is anyone in the world going to question what like works for them? And he's like, honestly, I think that that's what I'm going to start doing. He's like, I want a long distance relationship. Oh. <laughs> well, I good for him. Good for him. It it, because you're in it, in the thick of it, who, I love playing this game. It's my favorite game in the world. He actually got mad at me because he's like, you posted and you tagged Madison's brother. I said, I tagged her for Bryn. We were, you know, housewife Bryn. Right. I'm like, right. we, we just wanted to know if she had, if I love uh, Madison. His <laughs> oh, he was mad. Oh, he was mad. Well, okay, let's, let's back it up. Let's back yeah. it up. And he's not here to defend himself, so it's not right, but I'm going to do it. He was mad because because I said he, Dak Shepard would play him in a movie. I thought and that Matthew, was a compliment. What's wrong with and that? Matthew, okay, because, no, you guys, it goes deeper. Because I said Matthew McConaughey would play Craig. He wanted Matthew. He said, <laughs> I read his book six times, <laughs> Craig. I said, but Dax is so fun and goofy and lovable. Like, why are you mad about that? And then he's like, oh, you're such a hater. You tag Madison, blah, blah, blah. But- <laughs> it's spiraled it's spiraled but what i'm saying is who like because you're in it like you obviously need someone 
I think like, I don't know. Do you think like a normie is what he needs? Or do you think he needs someone who's in this, maybe not this industry, but you know. You know, for me, it didn't work. Like for me, I I think I always secretly knew too. Like dating someone in the same industry as me, whether I was a lawyer and I was dating another lawyer or now in TV dating someone in TV, that connection, like work connection is something that I didn't realize was very important because I dive so hard into my work that that is, if you have something in common with me, like if it's not work, there's not a lot left of me, if that makes sense. You're different though than Austin in that regard, I think. Yeah, well, so explain, yeah, you tell I would think, I I picture him with like a middle school like teacher. I don't know why that's, that's that's what I picture. going you're like middle school i'm like whoa 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 no no no. like i just picture him with like a grade school teacher for some reason just like like, you picture him with like a hometown hero like like girl next door just doing the damn thing yep and i don't know why teaching but that's what i think well because it'll ground it'll pull him away from because there is a huge magnet at the other set side of like you know hate the word fame like fame like at the other side of fame is a magnet that draws you through like some crazy shit like you can chase that and you're never gonna find the happiness that he wants if he doesn't have like an equal opposite force pulling him towards being the other way yeah okay wow very insightful from both of you because i get like because also dating in the same industry can end disastrous. Like, yeah, get- because here here's the thing. Like, you're lucky because you have a Scorpio. So, like, sh- that's as good as it gets. I'm a Scorpio. Um, So she knows what she's doing. But Nick's a Scorpio? Last day, November 21st. Ooh, you got real lucky. Oh, so you're like borderline. Ooh, what a good time. Um, but you know, you got lucky because I think it could be ugly. You know, if if there's two in the same industry industry and they're both fighting for that limelight or they're both going head to head for that, it could it could get ugly. Oh, and if like one is photographed, you know, at a place that you haven't yeah, I mean it takes one photograph to make you doubt everything. And I was yeah. I was walking oh. down King Street. <laughs> Yesterday, because uh, I did an event at the store, and there was um, it was like Halloween and in Charleston or whatever. But I was like, "What if someone came up to me and was like whispering in my ear because it was like loud?" Mm-hmm. And I like bent down to hear the person, and there was like a picture of that. And I was like, no. "I've not each would understand, but if you were dating someone that wasn't in the industry." No. Why were they that close to you? And why do you have to talk to a random girl? And completely agree. And I think that speaks to your relationship. And it also speaks to Paige. Like she's very secure. Like we've had many, like she is a very secure in her life, in her relationship. So that's like a her thing. And so it would take someone like you're saying, yeah, yeah. It takes someone like that for him because. uh, When if not, like I, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. But I, I think he's getting closer and he is. He's just in a good place, and uh, he's been. I love that therapy for a long time, and um, oh, I wish he was here. Going to be a character arch, so I know. I wish, I wish he was here too. Um, but he's not, and that's why. And, Sarah, and that's why I'm here <laughs> mentioning all. Well, speaking of families, I did have something that I texted you earlier that I wanted to ask you. Um, okay. 
We randomly were talking about grocery shopping the other day and how like, it's one of my favorite places is being in the grocery store. And I've just started to go back. Um, I use Instacart a lot. But what I like, I don't like go to the grocery store stoned, but like I act like I am when I'm there. Like I take my time. I look at everything. I'm like real creative, <laughs> uh, not in and out. But what is it like grocery shopping with a child? Or a baby. Oh my god! Does it okay. take away that that joyous bliss? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, actually, actually, what I'll say is, I used to be like you. I loved the grocery store. I'm like, get your phones, podcast. Yeah. Here we go. Like, let's live it up. Like, how many samples can I get? Let me look at 19 different milk options. I know which one I'm getting, but let's just look. Yeah, but it's so, fun. it's fun, and I had all the time in the world. Right. Now, no, I dread it. It stresses me out. Half the time I do Whole Foods order online through Amazon. But something that Ty really enjoys doing is taking Cicely to the grocery store. Like he actually enjoys it. They will go. He's like, oh, she had a banana. She had a pouch. She had a cookie. She had a muffin. So as long as you're ready for your child to constantly be eating the whole time, it's doable. But by no means is it enjoyable no okay so i was actually i feel like a little kid in the store and i wasn't allowed i mean i had a great childhood but my mom was a school teacher we were on a budget like a grocery store budget and so i would try to grab things and like i was very disciplined and like i think there's a pro like my problem now that i can technically like because i have it in my like i can buy whatever i want in the grocery store which uh -huh. leads me I think, like, I'm trying to say that now I buy a lot of stuff I don't need because I wasn't That you don't need. Yeah. You're making and up for it now. It's kind of like why I buy Gushers. My mom never let me have Gushers. Now when I go to the grocery store, I throw them and the people are like, are you okay? I know, I'm like, so I, I always wanted, like, a quarter for the candy and I would never get Aww. a quarter. And, like, Aww. but it was great. It was great. I'm just saying now. <laughs> yes. You make up for it. So does your kids, do they, like it's an interactive experience when they're like, there's a muffin that I'm going to eat now. And there's an well, apple. That's a Thai thing. That's because Thai is, Thai is, I don't know if it's all dads. So please let me know. But Thai is like, Oh yeah, I got her this. I, I got her this. Saying no to my daughter. Yeah. Okay. And so, and, and neither does Thai. So he doesn't say no. And I'm the one who's like, Sicily, we're going to eat dinner. She's like, you know, I'm not mom, but occasionally it's like, you know what? I got, I got to make dinner tonight. So here, here's pirate's booty. Live your life. But yeah, love that name. it's, it's just, uh, oh, I know. Thank you. Wasn't that from seven or not from, but wasn't that the girlfriend's name on seventh heaven? I don't know. Wait, I think. Was it that or was it, um, Cecily or Cecilia, I don't know. I think it was Ashley Simpson's name on it was Ashley Simpson. What a time! Wait, Cecilia was her Cecilia. Name. Okay, so I feel like Cecilia is one of the housewives um, okay. in in Salt Lake City. That's her dog's name, Cecilia. <laughs> oh, what a dog's name! I know. That's why Paige says I get to name all the animals, and she's gonna. Children. I know I saw something you guys posted and it was like who had say like Ty had zeros say I named both of our children like uh, please if it would have been a boy I probably would have been like I don't know any boys names help we would have done something probably more familial but for the girls I'm like please 
That's Please. yeah. Paige said the same thing, and then this person, the question was, he was like, my he speaking from the male's part of the point of view, he was like, my family, the the dad named the boys and the mom named the girls, and he's like, but my wife wants us both to have input no matter what the sex is, and he goes, but what all that means is that she's gonna pick. Yeah, basically, pretty um, much. What's another uh, random activity, like daily activity that, and I, I can't wait to have kids and I want to have a bunch of kids. So like, I love this, but I was just laughing today because I'm kind of a big kid that just, mm -hmm. oh, that was my point earlier. I'm basically just a child now that has disposable income. And so I buy a bunch of kid-like stuff. What's a random activity that you miss or fantasize about doing like three kids that I just would not like you're shout you're, or... you're catching me on a bad day because I got two sick kids going on seven days now so like I'm ready Wait, to run oh. I know I know listen oh. I am someone who I always wanted to be a mom this is all I ever wanted I knew it was going to be you know life change I was ready for it we tried very hard for Cicely it took a while so when I finally got my babies, I was like, let's do it. Let's go. I'm ready. You're never ready. It's the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. It, it was a total life change. But that being said, there's there's not so much like day-to-day -day things that I miss, but I will say, so my co-host Natalie, um, she's engaged. She doesn't have kids. When I talk to her, I'm reminded how much I not miss, but I'm like, you know, we'll podcast. She's like, oh, sorry, I just woke up. I'm like, it's 10 a.m. <laughs> I she's like oh hold on like I just got to grab coffee and like I miss I am I was a night owl before I had kids and then somewhere in between I became like a morning person not that I would get up early but I just love my mornings like I would wake up I would make my coffee I'd get back in bed then I'd turn on Bravo and I'd watch Bravo for hours and I would just go to the gym and I miss the the luxury of leisure and like zero Le structure. Yeah, just like I love structure and I love a plan, oh, but okay. I I just miss the ability to like wake up and mosey on downstairs. When you have a kid, it's literally me kicking the shit out of Ty being like, get the fuck up, she's screaming. <laughs> so, gotcha. So uh, the leisure is a, yeah, leisure is a good word. Just yeah. like, you know, or like someone being like, hey, you want to go to dinner tonight? Sure. Why not? It's like, well, oh my God. Like when, when you guys came in town, it, Pauline is like Monday. Okay. They're coming Friday. We're going to dinner Friday night from this time. So it's like, you just have no, to plan that was more. Awesome. So I, I can't believe I just blanked uh, earlier when it started, but that was awesome because that plan, like we still, Paige and I still live like kind of willy nilly, especially like when we come down wherever we're like, or like a trip, you're like, are we actually going to do this or not? And I talked to Paulina and she's like, Sarah and I are so excited. They have a sitter. They have everything. Yes. Else. Like <laughs> we're going down there. And then remember that <gasps> broke up. Yeah. And I threw the biggest fucking fit. Because I heard. Guys. So, okay. That was the important part of the story. You guys had planned this day. Like you had yeah. a babysitter. You had... Yeah. And so when she was like, I can't, I have to film. That's when I like just dropped the luggage in the hallway. And I was like, no, like this isn't happening. <laughs> and then I left and she thought I went to the airport, but I went to Dave and Buster's and played arcade games by myself for like an hour to calm down. Oh, 
I wasn't going to leave. And yeah. I just was going to sit. I thought she thought I was sitting in the lobby of our apartment. And I just started to laugh at myself when I was in the arcade as to how not big of a deal it was. And so then I went back and she was like, what are you doing here? And I was like, what? And she's like, I thought you went to the airport. And I was like, no, I went to Dave and Buster's. I was like, you were okay with me leaving? And she's like, I didn't care. I'd see you tomorrow. And I was like, I'm so much more sensitive. <laughs> that's, that's really funny. Dave and Buster's, who knew they had them in the city? Yeah, there's one right in the middle of Times Square, which is absurd that I I walked <laughs> in there. But that's I just a... or like like one of our fans or like besties would have seen me there and been like, "What? Why are you at the David the Times Square David Busters like... at, at at two p.m. on a on a Tuesday?" Oh, you're like it's rock bottom ish. But no, I um I, I was so glad you guys were able to make it, and that was so much fun, and and that that makes it all the more fun, right? So like. I enjoy watching, you know, your show in Summer House and Vanderpump because I can't live like that anymore, right? Like when you guys go out and have these fun trips, it's like I can do that every once in a while. But to watch it on end on end, I'm like, oh, my God, the times when I used to just be with all my friends. And and so I think that's why I love watching it because it, it takes me back to those. Well, yeah, times. I guess I actually ran into Amanda the other night because, you know, DJ Kyle Cook, which is I wild. Saw- we have two DJs probably the universe now. Oh. And I was like, hey, we like the best part about Winter House was that we like got to live together for three weeks. Like that oh, was yeah. crazy. 18 days. And so I was like, so one day we just have to do our own version where like we rent a house for like two weeks and just all live together. I didn't realize that if we had kids. Well, no, you could I, still bring your kids, but it would be different. You, but it's not the same. It's not the same, right? Like, because I mean, you year like we brought Cicely and it's like uh, okay like it was fine and it was fun and you were I have a picture it actually popped up it was like a year ago yesterday it's like you sitting outside with Cicely eating dinner and like that's fun and all but like nobody wants to be around other people's kids right when you're trying to have a good time or when you're trying to like be fun right so yeah okay so what's the what is the like the flip side of that like what just makes your heart like melt like is Halloween like oh my god what what makes my heart melt yeah she loves halloween like she's my girl september 1st she's like let's go mom it's fall it's christmas like let's do the damn thing but what makes my heart melt is the five month old everything because everything they do is just delicious and cuddly and cute but with cicely now that she's two it's like every morning she'll bring my coffee up to my bed like she takes I I can see her down the hall I can see her take it from Ty and walk it over to me and she says mommy coffee and so seeing little not even like routine but just like little memories for her or like we'll be out and she'll see a blue Gatorade and she's always like daddy drink because Ty's always drinking Gatorades and so those little things where you're like you do know me like you do know you know those are when it, like, I'm not oh just some God. random adult that's being exactly you. exactly and and really I mean it's twos are hard but it's such a fun I mean Ty Ty really thrives at this age because you know he takes her outside and they play soccer or he takes her around in the golf cart or he takes her to the park you know they're they're very um two is fun two is very fun I um yeah, speaking of the holidays, are you ready for? Uh, uh, uh I can't wait. What's can't your wait. holiday process? Because, like, I'm like, you know, I'm always ready for Christmas, but I'm waiting till Halloween. Is that it? Used to be Thanksgiving, Halloween now, like November 1st for me, 
they already put Christmas lights on my house, which I was a little weirded out by. Okay, that's a little weird. But yeah, but but I don't hate it. I don't hate it. <laughs> on. like no one knows they're up there. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Oh, then that's not weird. That's fine. Okay. I can live with that. No, no, no. They're not like. I thought you meant like you had like flashing red lights already. No. But no, and I live in a community where everyone uh, decorated for Halloween, which was really cool. So do we. Okay. Yeah, I love that. So I think it's going to be a big Christmas year. I think like the community is going to go all out. And I think November 1st, I'm going to start turning my lights on. Or is that too early? No, 100%. I'm one of those people. Like, I don't care if it makes me basic or whatever. Like, it's my talk about childhood. Like, that is my childhood. My mom was someone who decorated for every holiday. 4th of July, Easter, Valentine's Day. My mom did it all. And so, you know, she would go from Halloween decorations to her still pumpkins, but a little bit more autumnal Thanksgiving vibes. And then the day after Thanksgiving, it was like, boom, Thanksgiving's over. We're putting up the Christmas tree. We're all about that life. And I love it. And my daughter now loves, she loves Christmas. She's been asking for Santa. So I'm like, okay, what am I going to say? No, no. You want Santa? He's, oh yeah, it's happening. It goes from She's like really into like skeletons and ghosts. I'm like, okay, you did not get that from me and pumpkins. And as soon as I put all those away, I already have her. Oh my God. I've got the elf. I've got the reindeer. I've got the, the, oh, I get her nutcrackers. That's my little tradition. Every year I get oh, her a nutcracker. I can send you the, do you have our nutcracker pillow? No, no, yeah. no. I have, I have a bunch, but I don't have that one. Yeah. Well, you, got, you always take care of me. Jack, the best. Yeah. Jack's shout out to Jack. We're Sarah, if you have time to answer some questions, we're going to take a quick break and then we'll answer a couple questions. I'm in. Okay, great. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Pillows and Beer. Nick, our handy dandy producer and bestie is hanging out. I'm here with my co-host for this episode, Sarah Gretzky, joining us from Florida. Um, Did you see that list? that oh and go check out her podcast oh my god okay you're just oh you know maybe someone just no you're 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 so nice it's so nice thank you i really appreciate that we uh obviously uh, most of y'all know but sarah and i go way back and uh as in her husband's bachelor party um and anyway and a lot of fun trips and friendship moments but have you so this is this will be good to have a girl's perspective. Austin and I last week we saw the list uh, that's going around saying that girls that you should never take a girl on a first date. Did you see that list? You should it's basically like all of my favorite places. Uh, oh, it was where you should not take her. What was it like? Chili's. That's my favorite restaurant. Chili's was, was on there. <laughs> yeah. my favorite. Oh, okay. Okay, and I basically like we tore it apart. We were just like, this is. Whoever wrote this list, you don't want to date. Like it was, it was, you know, like we started our podcast saying like, you should be able to go drink like house red wine at out and have a good time with your partner. You know, Dude. like. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm more I'm of a chili. Like okay. See, I'm a Chili's gal, but yeah. Okay. I've never been I guess to it... What? I know. Like you've never been in, I mean, I, I realize how this makes me sound. You guys, I'm a Texas gal, but you've never been to a Chili's. I mean, maybe at an airport, I had a beer at the bar, but no. You've never I, had, their, had their Big Mouth Burger or their chips and salsa or their queso I'm skillet? Gonna look, I'll look for one in the airports this next coming week. And uh, 
Oh, I'm like, it's like a thing on ours. Like I, oh my God, I'm so gross. I'm so embarrassed, but I'm going to say it. I, I had, (laughs) I had chilies the night before Cicely was born, like on purpose. Like that was my meal of choice. Like I was going to the hospital. I'm like, Ty, get me my chilies. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, this list. I have Outback delivered to my house. Okay. So same, same. Yeah. Pages is like, you know, she loves PF Chang's. Anyway, I just said, like, the on there was like bowling. And I was like, bowling's a great fucking date. Like, you get to talk and chill. Like, yeah. So, so they're saying you can't do these things on a first date or ever. First date. Yeah. This is like, Absolutely. this is girls say will not go on a second date if you take them to yeah. X on a first date. Like, Cheesecake Factory, you know, Applebee's, like, the, and there's a bunch of weird stuff. Yeah. But, I assumed your reaction would be like ours, which it just sounds like. Yeah. I mean, like, I can understand a couple, but like, let's just put ourselves, you know, let's put ourselves somewhere else. Like, if those are your restaurant options, like, you're doing it. Like, what what are you mad about? Right. And also, when I grew up, like, they were like kind of birthday restaurants. Like, we didn't, like, we we loved like a good, I mean, we were like, it is in my life. But like, Outback was like a, that was a big, like, not a big deal, but, like, I was involved. Um Yeah, Outback. I mean, I'm thinking, like, Longhorn Steakhouse. Is that a chain? Yeah, same, yeah, same. Yeah, okay. Like, I'm thinking, like, these places, and they just don't want you to go there. Like, where do they want you to go? Like, Carbone, Cipriani? Like, we're not in New York. And I'd the, love for my first date to be there, but. The number one, well, the number one thing I said was, it's all about, like, what type of time you can spend together on the date. Like, I don't think the movies is a good first date because you don't get to talk. No. No, I mean, okay, if I, it's been forever since I've been on a first date, uh, like forever, but I'm thinking like, okay, a coffee shop, is that more the vibe? Like, are we supposed to go get coffee? Oh, see, well, that so was... Craig said no to that one. Well, no, oh. I said I've never been on a coffee date because I always met people in bars and like, whatever okay. that, like, <laughs> like we, by the time we were going on a date, it would have been weird to take someone on a coffee date. We would have just been getting caught. So like, I've always had, I have okay. a weird like I've never been on a first date with someone that I wasn't seeing. Yeah, I mean, I guess this just begs another question. Like, okay, first date, like what first date? Because you, right, blind date? Are you meeting in DMs? Yeah. Have you ever Austin, met before? And Austin said he liked the coffee idea, but also whatever works for you. The problem is whoever said that, any like, like the criteria of the date was important. Like, if the guy's asking you out this day and age, you should be pretty. <laughs> people don't mean person anymore i'm saying like yeah no you're to- you're right you're right and like yeah okay okay yeah i don't know it was a whole it was a whole thing but i just didn't know i guess the question is are you gonna judge a guy by like, where what- he takes you yeah i mean like yeah probably yeah Rough. If I'm being honest, like I probably well, wouldn't it, judge but him. It's not the only factor, but that's the no. Thing. It's either like you can take him to like here we have halls. Like if he takes you to halls, that restaurant is going to be a big part of like what you're judging him on. But he better have personality to go with. Like it can't totally. Just be like, I can buy you a steak dinner. Exactly. So like if a guy that I met, let's just say like he knew a little bit about me or he knew nothing about me and he took me to Chili's, I'd be like, okay, he pays attention. He knows I love Chili's, but he has to be fun and we have to have fun at Chili's, right? You can't just take me to Chili's and like expect me to just 
be the one like you got to have fun you got to be funny and and let's have uh, el presidente mark but if he's taking me to some amazing steakhouse and he's a dud and i'm asleep i'm like okay great thanks for nothing can right. i get this to go <laughs> yeah. I, so i think I, I, yeah i kind of agree with you guys it's, it's more than just where he takes you but like here's the thing though if you're not really that interested and then he takes you to a shit place you're like okay i'm done but like that's all you really needed right and I think, yeah, there's just, I only ever met people like organically. Like I wasn't in the internet world. Yeah, no, me, never. And so I'm sure. It sounds so scary to be honest. I don't think I could do it. I, I have nightmares that I have to like go on a first date again and I don't know what I would do. Oh, this is a good question for you, Sarah. Oh, oh okay. We have two good questions that it would be good to have a girl's perspective on. I oh, thought I'm I'd, so excited. I've been seeing this girl for a couple of weeks now. We've gone on multiple dates and a couple movie nights at each of our places. Both have said that we're into each other, but every time her and her friends and my friends and I are going out to the bars and I see her and go up to her, she'll say hi and then complete and then completely ice me out to dance and talk with her friends. Like I totally get wanting to do your thing with your friends, but if you're texting me to come and I come meet you at a bar and I walk up to you to start dancing with you and get boxed out completely. I don't know what to do. Like one-on-one, -on -one, we have a great time. Like outside of that, she acts like she doesn't know. What is this? Uh, I, 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 I'm, I listen, I played tennis. I played volleyball. I, I don't need to play games outside of the court. Okay. Like I am not a game person. I've never been a game person. I don't have time for games. I don't have the energy for games. I don't, I'm, I'm not doing it. So to me, that's a game. She's playing games and, and she's having fun, but that doesn't sound like fun to me. Yeah. But you don't need to put your effort into it. Also, it's not very nice. Like I would never, I wouldn't talk. If you acted like you didn't know me, I'd be like, yeah, like what? So maybe she doesn't like you. I don't know. Maybe she's, here's the thing. She's either playing games with you, hoping that you continue. She's putting you through a test or she, she doesn't like you and she's just texting you because she's bored. Yeah, Honestly. I think probably leaning towards that. Oh my! Yeah, but they hang head. out together. They don't just text. They all they do go on like dates and stuff. This isn't yeah, okay, then she's, Craig. Then yeah. she's playing games. Well, and honestly, yeah, you also you're. It sounds like you're young. Like, don't you want someone that gets excited when they see you? Like, yeah, like what? You have your whole rest of your life to ignore each other. Yeah, like I'm doing school bus, like bullying, like to me, no. that's I, no, listen, it's a harsh world out there. You don't need it from the person who's supposed and to let me tell you, you okay. exactly what's going to happen. You're going to stop talking to her and then she's going to like come up to you in the bar and like, yeah. try to get on you. And yes, it'll feel good and you can laugh and be like, I won, but like you still shouldn't hang out. Yeah, but you don't get a medal. Neither, neither of you do. So I would just move on. Yeah. Um, okay. Is there a right way to break up with someone? I have been going out with a girl for five months and I do it over the phone or does it have to be in person? What are the protocols? I'm the devil. <laughs> I, I, I've never, I've broken up with one person in my entire life. Like oh, when I had to do it face to face and it is, the, it's awful. I've done it with every person I've ever been with besides my husband. And I've done it every way you can imagine. Okay. I've done it over text. I've done it face to face. I've done it over a phone call. Listen, five months, I don't want to downplay five months, but 
Well, yeah, but I was going to say, so I used to like, before ghosting had a term, I was like the fun, like two to three week person. Like we'd hang out or I don't know if I was the fun. I, I just, <laughs> I was the fun. Hopefully people like had fun hanging with me and my friends for like two to three weeks. And then I would know if I would like potentially like marry you or not, or like be my girlfriend or not. And if I knew that you are going to be my girlfriend, then I actually wouldn't waste any more of the person's time or and I didn't want them anymore totally because i knew it wasn't going anywhere and i thought it would be selfish and based out of insecurity to continue the problem is is i would never communicate that to the person and i would just stop talking Ghost. to completely cold okay well but two to three that, weeks yes two to three weeks i made sure that it never got above 30 days because i would have felt terrible and i would have been like i severely misled this person so yeah. five months even though it doesn't sound like that long no, no, no. Long time. I think this, I think what I was going to say is five months, it's, it's more than um, Craig's 30 day limit. And I, I, I believe it deserves a conversation. It, it's not a text. I mean, I'm a hypocrite though, but I, I wouldn't. Own as long as you, unless she says like, you do have to have a vocal conversation. Yeah. But, yeah. You, you owe it to her. It's a guy and, and a girl. And you right? shouldn't do it over the phone because then, she, because I was going to say, you can do it over the phone as long as she's okay with that. But she's going to ask to talk with you. And so you're going to eventually have to talk in person anyway. Like you can't ghost. Oh, I guess you're right. I guess you're right. Uh, yeah. Okay. I mean, you're I'm just be like, well, can't we just talk about it in person? And like, I oh, think yeah. after five months, it would be a complete mind fuck to be go from dating someone to never like seeing them. I don't know. It's a tough yeah, one. No, I, I mean, I mean, that's why breakups is hard, right? Because everybody, some people want closure. Some people don't. It all depends on like what. There's never really closure. You're like. That's what I was going to say. There's never closure. So even. Stop picking you. There's still no. Not so even if you're like, can we please meet? I mean, to any girls or guys who are think they might be getting broken up with. Listen, if someone's breaking up with you, just let them. Okay. Because yeah, even I've if you meet. There, like, you know, I've been on both sides of it. Like, you know, and you just. And oh, same. As you write out, I remember one of my best friends, like it happened to him after it had happened to me. Like I was further along in my journey and he like had been keeping notes for like, you know, like a week because she's like in a week we'll talk. And in my head, I knew that she was going to push it and push it. And then yep. like, you know, finally that day, like Saturday at 11 when they were supposed to get coffee, he's like, she just texted me and was like, actually I'm busy. And I was like, dude, all of that stuff that you like, you know, your brain doesn't stop racing when that's going, when you're nope. being broken up with. No. But I've been speaking recently around like the country and something I say, I'm like, who, who can you name anyone or do you know anyone that isn't better off after a breakup? Like, is there oh. anyone that you know that you're like, you know what? 10 years ago, that person wouldn't have broken up with them. I bet they still be happy. Like everyone ends up being better off. Yeah, I mean, I can think of like a handful of people that I know, yeah, but yes, right. that's what I need to like. Basically, my point is like, you're gonna be okay. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. You look back and laugh. Yes, like it's, yes. Not, but you're a hundred. Hey, what was I so stressed out about? You're a hundred percent right. Something we always say on our podcast is whatever is going on, it's always worse in your mind. So whatever it is that you have to do or need to do or are afraid to do or putting off doing, 
whatever it is, it's worse in your mind. As soon as you do it, you're like, oh, it wasn't that bad. I'm not talking about a breakup, but it could be a breakup. Well, you but mean, you, look, as the breaker upper, you will never feel better. Well, I hope you feel better. Then, wow. I, I was about to say you will never feel better than the moment after you do it. It's just <laughs> fucked up. But well, honestly, you're, you will be so released. Yeah, like, you're you're liberated and you can breathe finally. And and sometimes, hey, a lot of people want to break up with people, but they just don't have the guts to. So you never know. If you're going to break up with someone, they might actually be really thankful. So Well, and they might know that it's not going to work out either. Like that's the case yeah. where you're like, look, we this is not good, but I care about you. And totally. uh, let's see. Oh my god, these are like juicy. I ne we never answer questions like this because Natalie what? and I are both bitches. Well, people are like our besties really trust us now. And no. so yeah, like more like better. Like we've had some crazy like like affair ones or not affair, but like I know like oh like my buddy like it's like dude, my buddy's girlfriend cheats on him all the time. He fuck like she sucks. And like oh. how do I like he like never listens to me, but like oh. I know the guy that she's hooking up with. Like, how do I tell him? And we're like, Oh my Dude. god. <laughs> yeah, wow. Um, and then we had the, we the one is a fan okay, tell me yours now. No, no, I was gonna say we we had one juicy one and all it was is that she had been fantasizing about her neighbor. And she yeah. like didn't know what to do, but we needed details because we were like, what kind of fantasizing? Like, tell us the extent of it. Well, then she told us it actually is her ex-boyfriend and now he's her neighbor. It got serious. Wow. And Natalie and I were like, threw our hands up. We're screaming in the mics, but that's as crazy as we've gotten. Yeah, you're which like, is pretty crazy. I thought you were having this wild lawnmower fantasy and now, <laughs> no, you're just fantasizing about. You know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, the one was... The guy and this and his fiance like love each other so much, but her family is like unbearable, and they like live in the same town now. And he's thinking about take like he's like her sister is such a bitch, like her parents like he was like he's like so I'm thinking about applying for a job like you know ten hours away, and she's like oh. and he's like so what do I do? Do I tell her? I don't. Like, oh, that's tough. Yeah, there are questions like that. No, but they trust you guys because they've seen you guys handle these things like on a daily basis on your show. Which to tell the uh, to tell a a lay Buddy. person, common folk that they are that Craig and Austin are where they go for advice. That I feel like people would think it's a little silly. <laughs> hey, you are someone's savior. Um. Okay, and then we'll do. Why do some people like being single? Uh, it says, looking at the two of you, which that still applies here. Not, oh, no, I don't like being single. Um, I, I think I, that was directed at me. That was a DM we got. So it was about me and Austin. Oh, well, and Austin doesn't like being single either. I hate that I am single, but cannot seem to find the right guy. My girlfriends say I'm too picky and need to let things develop. But if I know what I want, why should I waste my time? What do you think the appropriate amount of time is to give someone if you're not into them right away? I don't think you should give them. Well, I'll let Sarah. Okay. Now I need to know a little bit more like how, what kind of picky is she being? But I think there is something to be said. And I know this might sound crazy, but if you're not initially attracted and I don't mean like this person's a dog. I just mean like, if you're like, mm, not really my type, you might need to take that. <laughs> Nick's face was like, Oh God. 
But, um, you know, it, let's say, for instance, I know this is so, like, this sounds so cheesy and cliche, but if you like brunettes and he's a blonde, is she being that picky? Give him two or three dates. You know what I mean? Like, I think that I'm huge on, like, if if you can make me laugh or if you have a good, like, seeing how you are with your friends or your family, like, I can really be attracted to someone based on their, like, not way of life, but I mean, obviously I have to be attracted to them, but I just mean, I think that for me personally, it doesn't sound like she's being picky. You know, I, I do think like, get what you deserve. Don't settle for anything less, but I would give, what do you think? Three dates? Well, I mean, you got to have physical chemistry right off the bat. Oh, oh, if yeah, you have to like be interested, right? You have to be interested. I think this is more, I think this is probably because I have some friends like this where they just, the friends think putting them with someone will like satisfy the fact that they want a boyfriend. They're like, cool. Well, we found a guy that'll be your boyfriend. Just date him. Like give him a chance. Looks better on paper. And like, just because someone looks good on paper doesn't mean they're going to life. But yes, you're right. You do need more time. Like if he doesn't fit your, your vision board, then you need yeah. to give him dates. Like, yeah, like if, if, if you I don't want someone who's, you know, <laughs> or like, like it, yeah, like don't settle if you're like, I don't like guys who smoke and he smokes. Okay, no, let's not like, you don't yeah, need to. If you're, if you're, if you're like, I just, you know. I'm talking so, more surface, yeah. you know, like, oh, I want a rich guy or I want a guy who looks like this or I want a guy who does this career. Okay, well, you know. Maybe let's just give him, you know, a day or two. Yeah, like a chance. Yeah, give him a chance. But I I also think, like we were saying earlier, like you attract what you're putting out there. And so, you know, a lot of times people I know who are like, oh, I'm always single and why why can't I find anyone? Secretly, deep down, they don't want it. You know, like you, you really have to put yourself out there and be vulnerable to meet someone. And so I think that's, I think that's step one if we're taking steps. Step one is like really being like, okay, I got nothing to lose. Here we go. Yeah, just put yourself out there. And um, everyone wants everyone wants company. Well, Sarah, Paige, we'll just give people a list of what you're watching right now because Paige is watching Lessons in Chemistry. Oh. Girl and no, I, I... I do not. So what are some shows that... Okay, well, okay, besides Bravo, I'm watching basically everything that's on Bravo right now. I am watching, um, I started to re-watch um, The Mindy Project. I watched, oh my God, what did I watch? Ty and I just watched The New Planet Earth that came out. It's wild on Netflix. Okay. Wild. I gotta, well, that's something I have, I'm gonna watch with Paige, so. Yeah, it's like, um, I don't know, there's like dinosaurs, like it's very AI. It's really crazy. Um, and well, then there's also this one that we are watching. I it's something on I forget the name, of course. It's on Netflix, but it's about Gotti. It's like got Gotti or something. I don't know, it's a mobster wait. one. Well, you can actually see both me and Sarah coming up because you're gonna come to my luncheon, right? <gasps> yeah, I am. So November 10th, uh, I am the celebrity chair of this um Cribs for Kids event from Clinics Can Help. And so 
November 10th at the Sailfish Club in Palm Beach. I will be having like a lunch. I think there's like 200 people there. Everyone gets a sewing in South Pillow with their attendance. Oh I'm going to speak God. a little bit, but there's like incredible people there. Um, I know um, Zimmerman is the like design obsessed the best um why do i always forget her first name i don't know who it is i um uh d hill figure tommy hill figure's <gasps> wife there. um and our friend uh kathy theophilus theophilus yeah. yeah um anyway come see us in paul beach november 10th uh, at the Sailfish Club, you can find tickets online. Just Google it. And um, it's always a pleasure having you here, Sarah. Check out our pillowsandbeer.com. Our live for schedule. Um, and Sarah's got a podcast called Causing a Scene. Oh, my God. No, thank you. This was so fun. I, okay, you I, have to come back on. Austin has to come back on. Yeah, we've been, if you listen to our podcast, we have been guest hosts over there before. Yeah, yours uh, was fun. Yours was really funny. It will be, yeah. It's always a good time with you all. I like doing different podcasts because it's just it's like, fun. Yeah. That's why I'm like, I never, I never, we don't, we don't really do questions like this. So that was like, this was a totally different experience for me. Oh my God. I hope I like passed the test. I'm really scared. I think you passed the test and I think, hope everyone's having a nice week and we'll see you uh, next episode of Pills and Beer.